This week on the Fake Outrage Report, incest, sugar daddies, and Jared Fogel. Welcome to yet another edition of the Fake Outrage Report. Phil Causey here, as always with you, and my newer compadre, my newer brown guy in crime here, Sandeep Sen. How's it going this week? Uh, still brown. <laughs> still brown. Still new. Still new. Okay. Yeah, going great. <laughs> Anything happened this week you want to talk about? Uh, well, I won the Comedy Fight Club ch- championship. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because you, you started last week talking about that. Yeah, you won the championship. I was there, right. actually. You were there. You helped me write my jokes. Thank you, for Oh, we, we should not publicly divulge that. Actually, you know what's funny? That's one of those things where I always imagine that if people found it out, they'd be like, Phil? No. <laughs> they, like, actually wouldn't believe it. I don't... It's not It's not weird that people work on jokes with their friends. No, but, like, I'm saying pe- people that... Everyone at Fight Club, if they found it out, they'd be like, wait, Phil can write a joke? Mm-hmm. No. But you're my a- secret weapon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not so secret anymore. You're still secret because we have, what, like, 10 <laughs> followers, but... Uh. <laughs> yeah, we, we're in the double digits now, guys. Yeah. We're getting up there. We're getting and up there. We always meet our guests up front on the Fake Outrage Report here. Today's guest, Miss Jessica Delfino. How's hey, it going? It's going well. How are you doing? Fantastic. I had a baby and recently. I'm sorry? I said I had a, b- a baby recently, so I'm, you know, I'm. <laughs> that's my... That my, explains my a baby on your boob right now. There's okay. a baby on my boob. It's yeah. funny. There, this is. I was not, wondering where that came from. This is not the strangest <laughs> recording conditions we've had on the fake outrage report. By the way, this what is barely are? in the top. We've had to record in a lot of like parks and back rooms at bars and stuff. So this is like the fact that we're in like a nice living room is like a step up. <laughs> oh, thank you, baby or not. And we always ask people what their new projects are, and I like how you just started with like, yeah, I've got a baby. Yeah, That's well, I just want to sort on. of preface my intro with that because. Um, if you hear a scream, you know, you'll know where it's coming from. Yeah. yeah. If you hear a baby in the background, that's uh, that's people throughout the world getting fake outraged mm-hmm. or Jessica's baby. Yeah. <laughs> Whichever. <laughs> and I understand you're also in another series that's coming out, too, um, as far as projects go. You're in like part of a documentary thing going on. I have on. a documentary uh, role, I guess. Uh, I, I don't really know much about it. They, some people from, I think, Denmark contacted me. I, I'll tell you more about it when it, when I know what it is. <laughs> But okay. it's a, it, they're making a documentary about the election in America and comedians and all that jazz. But that's actually not the most exciting, interesting thing that I'm working on. What I'm working on right now that I'm very excited about was I, I filmed a show called Before My Water Breaks <laughs> when I was nine months pregnant. And I, I did it at Joe's Pub and we filmed it and we're, you know, in the process of putting that out right now. So that's... that's is it like a, is that a, a documentary special. also or it's is it like a scripted... It's a comedy special about being a pregnant lady and, um, you know... And still live in the hustle. The yeah, and it's funny because like I, I know a lot of pregnant women and pretty much every pregnant woman I know is doing some kind of comedy special. So I don't really feel that. I don't. It's really more like a comedy normal than a comedy special at this point. But that's the next wave. Look out this fall for a new whole new slew of pregnant women doing comedy. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, pregnant comedy so hack now. <laughs> Who isn't pregnant? But I saw the show. It was terrific. I was at Joe's Pub. Uh, Jessica's really funny, and then Aww, come she, on. you're also like you're also a musical comedian as well as stand-up. I do I do music, and so there were some new musical songs which um, were quite good, well. and even the baby's excited about the song. <laughs> yeah, that's right, or the baby's outraged. We can't tell yet. Yeah, I can never tell. <laughs> His outrage sensors are still emotions are still developing. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't go with the herd quite yet because he hasn't developed that mentality. Sometimes he cries in his sleep because he even when sleeping he understands the misery of the world. He has a lot of angst. He's yeah. like, they're babies in Syria then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, he is on the Lower East Side, which is kind of like Syria. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's very similar very in similar. a lot of ways. <laughs> in a couple ways. 
All right. So let's. Uh, <laughs> it's, 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 it's sister city. Aleppo is a sister city. <laughs> is it the Lower East Side? Now, is that more sister offensive Burrow. to Syria or to the Lower East Side? I'm, <laughs> I'm not sure yet. <laughs> anyway, so let's hop into some outrage here. So our first story this week comes from Helena, Montana. And this uh, story is similar to one that came out that got a lot more coverage a few months ago. And we can do a comparison if you guys care enough afterward. But let's get the story out there. There was a court decision in Helena where a judge decided not to give out any prison time to a dude that had incest with his 12-year-old daughter. Mm. Oh, yeah. That's where we're starting this week. Well, how old was he? Was he 17, 18? No, daughter. I know. I'm just trying to figure out how old he was. <laughs> it's a biological oh, it daughter? It is Montana. That's a good point. Is that where you were <laughs> That and also, yeah, I mean, we need to know the age difference, right? I mean, I assume even if they had him, even if it's a younger dad, <laughs> he's still at least, what, 34, 35, right? I mean. Probably. I mean, yeah. Maybe 33. Yeah. It's, and this was a biological daughter. Yes. Could be 30. It wasn't a stepdaughter. 32. Could be 32. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, well, that's that's incredible. <laughs> Why? On what basis was the charges dropped? So, here's the thing: you're supposed to give out 25 years for something like this. That's like a law that goes across. Do they say states. up to 25 years or just a flat 25 years? I'm, oh, you know what? That's a good question. I didn't actually. I'm not sure. I assume it starts at 25 for something like it that. It doesn't make sense. No. Well, maybe no. it's up to 25. Yeah. Anyway, so so the ruling, I'll explain the ruling, but you know, maybe we should have gotten a lawyer <laughs> this week with this show. <laughs> but uh if there's a court appointed evaluator who decides that, and I'm quoting here, that it affords a better opportunity for rehabilitation of the offender and for the ultimate protection of the victim in society, unquote, then the judge is allowed to give out a lesser prison sentence. Okay. The thing is, he went from Instead of giving out 25 years, he gave him uh, six months of just regular jail time, but not actually six months. He gave 90 days dispersed over six months. Okay. So basically like weekends at the local jail huh. as opposed to 25 Wait, years. He gave him 90 days dispersed over six months? Yeah. Huh. So I guess he still gets to live his normal life and then a weekend just goes and hangs out at the local, you know. Well, I'm sure the weekends are going to suck. You know, they're, they're yeah, not. But it's jail. It's not prison. So it's not like, you know, he. What gets, is it? Is it like a bar? Well, no, look. J- <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people from bars end up in the local jail. No, but like, isn't and jail. Vice versa. Isn't jail where you go when you first get arrested before you get processed? And then if you do something horrible, you go to actual prison? That's correct. Yeah. I worked at Rikers Island. Oh, yeah. So he's not going to Rikers on weekends. He's going to the local drunk tank, basically. Oh. No, Rikers is a jail, actually. Well, well do they have a. Do they, do they have a prison near Helena or I mean what's their jail situation well wait hold on I want to ask Sandy before we so wait, isn't I thought jail was the lesser one yeah Rikers is a le- I think that people kind of use them interchangeably though right right yeah like um, if I say my friend went to jail I don't mean he got arrested last night for you know putting his feet up on the subway seats <laughs> I mean he went to jail he he's in he's in a place with bars where he's not getting out for a while. That's mm. usually what people... They, yeah. People use them kind of interchangeably. But jails are do have bars. <laughs> you do. are in a cell in a jail. It's not uh, like a bar. Yes. It has bars. Okay, well, so for the like purpose... Bar, of, so I thought you th- meant like... I did mean bar, like a like a drinking bar. But for, for the <laughs> intents and purposes of this episode, maybe we when we say jail, we mean 
the local holding tank. And yeah, when we right. say prison, we yeah. mean something along the lines of Rikers. Yeah, and answer your question. No, uh, Rikers is a jail. I don't know. Rikers but, is a jail? Yeah, Rikers is a jail. God damn it. Well, then what's a prison? A like prison's Fol- like Fol- you go like... Folsom? Like, wait, you have to like sing Alcatraz. a... So if you go somewhere where they where a musician comes and records an album, that's a prison? You can go to Rikers at... Like it, Folsom it, Prison? Basically, if you're awaiting trial or in trial, then you're going to be at a jail. If you're convicted, and usually if you're convicted of, of something like more than a year, then you'll go to a You go upstate. Prison. Yeah, you go upstate, and it's like... It's and it's not to like not Woodstock. Facility. We're not talking about like, you know, going upstate like to the mountains. <laughs> yeah, you're not going hiking. <laughs> you're going yeah. to. But, but answer your question, uh, I assume there is both in Montana. Um, I don't I'm not familiar with the prison system of the U.S. Thank Why God. Not? As a white male, uh, I yeah. just something I pretty much never have to worry Good. about. Avoid and it. apparently something this guy, I assume he's white because it's Montana, also uh, doesn't have to worry about. And so people are really, really upset about this. Because they think that, you know, it's, you know, that's a very lenient sense. Like a lenient, yeah. Huh. Yeah. And there, there was a few other cases or there were a few other cases rather throughout the uh, last couple of years from other parts of the country where dudes did get slapped with 25 years. So now everyone's like, well, what the fuck? Like, why why is this guy getting weekends in the drunk tank? Yeah, exactly. Or in this case, whose cousin is he fucking? Because <laughs> incest? Huh? Yes. Huh? Yeah. Oh, okay. So you said you had questions? Yeah, like I want to know, you know, how many people are in the town. I want to know if the if the judge and the dad went to school together. You know, I Yeah, they were on the local football team yeah, in high school. You know, I mean it seems like, like it that. seems like there's some kind of and, and usually you can kind of figure out what's going on. You know, if you get a little more information. You can sort of break it down. You can be like, "Oh, I see. Okay." Yeah, he used to fix his muffler back exactly. in the day, back in you know, back in the eighties. <laughs> Give him a lot of whatever. discounts over at the uh, yeah, Jiffy yeah. Lube. And this this story instantly reminded me of the uh, the famous case that was a few months ago. People were really upset about. We didn't cover in this show, but every other podcast and news outlet did was the the Brock Turner case. Right. Okay. And because it's almost an identical thing, dude does something horrible. And the judge gives him a lenient sentence because he's afraid that it's going to affect the guy. He'd rather put him in rehab or whatever. And so it's it's very, very similar. Yeah, and I, I hope there's more outrage for this case that comes out, actually. Well, this is worse. I mean, I, I haven't mean, even heard of this. Yeah, and, where's yeah. the outrage for this? Let's I'm, get to And I don't read the news that often. So, I mean, usually if I hear about something, it's because people posted it all over Facebook or someone called me or texted me and was like, did you hear about the thing? Or dudes come into your apartment and tell you about it on a yeah, podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but nobody did that with this story. So where is the outrage? Yeah. Where is the outrage? Apparently people? this is more of a local outrage thing, but however, um, but however, you can't say, but however, <laughs> however, <laughs> the internet is a little bit mad about this and they started a change.org petition. We mentioned change.org a lot on this podcast because that's Are they where a all sponsor. The- they should be. Yeah, they should be. Change.org should fucking sponsor us. That's a good, <laughs> that's a good point, <laughs> Jess. And as of this recording, there's just shy of 110,000 signatures to have this judge impeached. There oh, you gosh. go. There's some outrage. There's yeah. some legit. That's pretty legit. That's more now, than a lot of other petitions get. Where are get. those people coming from? Uh, everywhere. It's I wild. would imagine it started in Montana, and then people found out about it and were like, oh, no, no, no. That's not okay. Because it's really obscene what this guy did on so many levels. Yeah. It's A, it's rape. B, it's incest. C, it's, you know, Montana. St- I mean, I there's still just- want to know how old the dad is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really hung up on that. I mean, he, I mean he's an adult. Story, it's, not it's that it not makes giving- a difference. I'm just curious. You know, I'm just curious. But yes, it, it is, you know, that is that is uh, rape. It's statutory rape. Um, not to mention, it's not nice. Yeah, you know? it's... it's 
It's yeah, it's kind of a dick move. It's kind of a dick move. <laughs> it's kind of a dick move is to it, fuck your daughter. To understand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that Sandeep's official uh, judgment. Yeah, that's a dick move. Yeah. I mean, it's literally a dick move. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I see what hey, you did there. Nice. All right. <laughs> hey. <laughs> there we go. But yeah, definitely, uh, definitely not not cool um, by any means and should definitely be uh, investigated. And, and the guy needs to be uh, sentenced for the crime. Uh, going to jail every weekend does seem pretty lenient. But at the same time, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. But am I going to go jump in? I, jump in where? I guess you got to save your... You, well, they say you got to oh. choose your battles, you know? Yeah. And, and some people don't. Some people don't choose battles. They, they just they go to battle just constantly, which is how change.org is able to function probably. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Change.org got some. I mean, really it's got like a lot of fans there. probably change.org, you know, a lot of regulars, if you will, that hang out on there. Oh yeah. Are, they hang out on there. Like I'm going to sign petitions. I feel good about myself. You know, that, that is a lot of what change.org is. By the way, we're not belittling the people. No, no, for not this at petition all. Anyway, but back to the comparison that I, I started a minute ago, the, the, the famous Brock Turner case, the guy gave, got a really lenient sentence because the judge was like a, a fellow alumni of the same college, I guess. And he's like, oh, well, you know, I went to, you know, I think it was Stanford. I went to Stanford, too. And, you know, this I was young, once chip- young whippersnapper. Yeah, exactly. And so he gave the dude a bullshit sense. And I feel like I think you might be right. There might be more to this. There's probably. It's local, weird. Local- so I was reading. It, it is a minimum 25 year sentence that it carries. But then minimum, they give the yeah. judge. So it is a minimum. Yeah. They give the judge discretion. And we don't like when people when they're like mandatory sentencing laws, that becomes people get outraged about that because then it, it leads to know like there's. It's too much of a one size fits all thing. But then when we give the judges discretion, this shit happens. But like do you, you believe win. that do you believe that people can be redeemed? A and B, do you believe that people can be redeemed by going into the prison system? Because A, I believe that people can make mistakes and can change. But I don't think that the prison system is set up to be conducive to that. That's by, true. By almost any means. I think that it's more likely that you will you'll change because your society and your own knowledge and your own, you know, decisions will help you change, not going to jail and being treated like complete shit and being forced to work for pennies on the dollar. And yeah, being locked in a cage. There there are two purposes of prison. It's like, there's like the punishment aspect and then there's the rehab aspect. And there's also the, just keep them out of society element. Yes. Yeah. I guess those three things are at odds. Yeah, I think there's the from the punishment aspect, you want this guy to go to jail longer. I don't think it. I I agree. I don't think it redeems him. I don't think that prison is like more likely to have him change his behavior than something less. Something less. uh, Really, more like just to play devil's advocate here, it would probably be more useful for him to get into like some kind of a I don't know maybe like a therapy. Which thing. is what they're giving to yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, 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 yeah. I forgot to mention that. That's part of the sentencing. He has to do, you know, weekends in jail, and then he also has to take part in like a bunch of sex offender rehab okay. and therapy. And he's going to be a sex ther- a sex offender for the rest of his life, yep. which is that that's a jail sentence on its own. Mm-hmm. Anywhere he goes for the rest of his life, any job he has, anytime he you know opens a bank account, I mean, anything he does, he he's done. You mm-hmm. know, so it doesn't really matter if he goes to jail or not. The guy is, you know, he's got that scarlet letter. On his uh, on his wiener, if you will, and, and that's that. You know, he's he's done. <laughs> like a big right. yeah. Well, I think that just about wraps. I wonder it up. what those the sessions are like. Like, all right, guys, uh, today we're going to focus on not fucking your daughter. <laughs> well, there's it's, probably it's a, a lot move. of you different people. You know, it, yeah. with all different backgrounds. Just like when you go to AA or something. You know, it's like 
there's the guy who banged his daughter. There's the guy who waited for kids in the park. You know, there's the mm. clown. There, there's like all different types that make up the group. And, and just being there must be horrifying, you know, to be like, oh my God, how did I get here? How, these are the people who I'm now like looking at and, and, and relating to. Yeah, yeah, I just hope that guy, those guys are just all just fuck each other and just stay away from the rest of us. You know what I mean? Wasn't there an old George Carlin bit about that? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but as far as the outrage goes on this topic, I'm going to vote legitimate outrage. I think that guy should have gotten a little bit more of a sentence than weekends on the slammer. Um, you know, 25 years, maybe a little much, but I mean, there's gotta be a halfway point that's better than, than that. That's a little bit more appropriate. Yeah. I mean, you know, if there is outrage for the Brock Turner thing, I mean, I think this is worse that that was terrible. And this is because it was premeditated. It happened multiple times. It Mm -hmm. was his daughter. Um, I mean, man, uh, there, there's like, there are such different disparities on like what the punishment fixed the crime and I mean, there's there's racial element too. Like, if a black guy does this, does he get the same sentence? Uh, probably not. So, yeah, legit outrage. Legit outrage. Yeah, I'll say legit outrage on this. Although it is comforting to know that he is a, a registered sex offender, mm-hmm. and that meet with essentially, as far as I'm concerned, he is in prison for the rest of his life, whether he actually goes to jail or not. So, you know, there is some comfort in that. I mean, personally, I don't like hunt. I don't go to the sex offender registry and look up, you know, where my sex offenders are. And what, who, what else do you do on Friday nights? Who are the sex offenders in your neighborhood? <laughs> you know, I don't necessarily. I heard that if you actually do go on, like, because there's like websites you can look it up on. I heard that if you do go to look it up, it's like disturbing how many there are. Well, when we bought our house, I looked up, you know, to see how mm-hmm. many were in my town where we bought our place. And, uh, I'm not going to tell you where it is. And um, and there were there were a nice handful. I was like, yeah, it's like, oh my God, he lives right down there. He delivers the mail. Oh my God. Yeah, like and, it's very, you uh, know, and then of course there's like some people are, are, are in it because they peed in the parking lot and some are in it because they, you know, bang their daughter. Yeah. Yeah. So. See, that's ridiculous. There needs to be like a gradation, like of the sex yeah, matter. You need yeah. to get like a, 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 on a scale of one to 10. Yeah. Like a code yellow, code, code red, <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> Color coded rainbow, rainbow. Code. <laughs> yes. He's like, yeah, I'm a sex offender, but I'm only in Azul. Okay. So. <laughs> yeah. I'm only a level Let's one. I'm a green belt of sex yeah. offenders yes. i only yeah, i only jacked on a playground colors. a couple times other systems work <laughs> there we go so let's wrap that one up there the official fake outrage report um stance in this is don't fuck your daughter yeah. i mean don't, don't fuck anybody's kid really but no, especially not how, old, how old you are is better or worse i think the general no no it's not also just a, <laughs> we still want to know how old you are we still want to know and people are now becoming more even aware to the concept of don't bang people without you know permission you know yeah and, and and a 12-year-old person is not, ent- uh, you know, they're not allowed to give permission for that. So the, yeah. so that's an automatic no. And, you know, you should get credit for bringing awareness to this issue with your Don't Rate Me song. Oh. Which I'm I sure. think is another masterpiece. Of I, thank you. Explain. Don't Rate Me, Rape Whistle song. Thank yes. you. I'm sure upwards of 1,000 people have heard it. And so, you know, yeah, I'm sure the word's out there. Is it on? Is it on YouTube or anything? It is on YouTube, yeah, okay. and um, it's you know it's out there. It's like on iTunes and all that stuff. Uh, we should send a copy to the judge and the uh, the, the sex <laughs> offender. <laughs> yeah, maybe they can read it together on weekends. It's okay, you know, I don't I don't it, need but... to be involved. <laughs> She's like, oh, taking a step back, taking a step back. All right, so I let's mean, hop. Like at the end of the song, I always say, you know, I can't believe in this day and age we still have to tell each other don't rape each other, you know, but don't do that. Yeah, so exactly. I don't. I shouldn't have to send someone a song saying "Don't rape people." You know, just like "Don't do it." But sometimes you know how you like you can't hear a message, and then like when it when it's said a certain way, then it really sinks in. 
I guess so, yeah. In musical form, this, <laughs> they might get the message. Yeah, right. you're right. Maybe, let's, maybe so. Uh, let's, All right. let's back okay. away from the rape references here. All right, let's here. move on. Let's, let's okay, move on. Okay, do not force any more rape references on me. Yes. You guys? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're moving to the next story here. And this one is also domestic. We don't have a lot of weeks here on this show where both the stories are U.S.-based. A lot of it's foreign, but these are both U.S.-based. And we're going America. From, exactly. We're going from Montana down to Texas. So it's going to be just as sane, just as fun here. This took place in Austin, Texas, just outside of the city on Interstate 35. I don't know Texas, but I assume that's a highway of some sort. And there was a billboard that got some outrage going, particularly in the Hispanic community in the area, because there was a uh, billboard that was advertising the website arrangementfinders.com. And there was a picture of a woman, I guess, on the billboard. What was the billboard? It was a woman, right? Yeah, it was a, it was a, a Hispanic woman. It was a Hispanic woman, woman on the billboard, and the, the tagline on it was undocumented immigrant before you get deported, get a sugar daddy. <laughs> I laughed when I saw it. I thought it was kind of funny, but also very tasteless. Right. Okay, so this caused outrage because it's by people saying that. I, mean, I, wasn't, I wasn't quite sure they found it tasteless, but they found it over the line. They said it's like promoting a, a felony. What was the outrage here? Well, the outrage, <laughs> it's not obvious to you? <laughs> it's not clear. It's not 100% clear to me, but, you know... Being a comedian, I think also sort of, you know, it, it takes a little roughness off your edges in terms of what is what is outrageous and what isn't. And yeah. um, and for me, I have a real hard time sometimes differentiating what is outrageous because um, I never really I, I started comedy pretty young. And, you know, I came from kind of an outrageous perspective of of what was funny and not to mention even in my family that that's the way it was, you know, a lot of crazy jokes and stuff about things like that, dark humor. And growing yeah. Up and like stuff. a lot of dark okay. humor. And I think the first joke I ever told was, you know, I mooned my grandfather, you know? So like that, that was, you know, where, where we started. <laughs> Is he on a list now because of that? <laughs> no, no, this, it was a different time. It was a different time, but, um, <laughs> he, he, he got away with that. Uh, but yeah, so, so for me, I'm, I kind of get a kick out of, you know, what, what, Where's the what's the difference between like a hijink or a prank and a, a legitimately offensive, uh, you know, advertisement, if you will? This is a legit like dating service, and I mean they were. I mean you could say they were legitimately. I've never heard of them. This. So yeah, what, I looked what them they up. are, uh, and I'm familiar with this actually because a few years ago they got in trouble for a different billboard that was right outside my Not place. Not because of work. you used the service. <laughs> no, <laughs> okay. no, I I don't think I can afford this service. So what arrangementfinders.com is? It's one of those like sugar daddy sites where like a generous older guy can um, basically pay a girl to date him. It's a, you know... Oh, believe me, I'm familiar with So a girl can put herself daddy. through college. I mean... Yeah, it's another one of those sites. It's like, you know, living arrangement, sugar daddy, that kind of shit. Living where, the dream. Yeah, is what where a younger most, woman a can, can make a few thousand dollars to pretend that she likes an older guy for a little while. It's mm -hmm. just, you know... So he's saying before... They're, they're saying before you get deported, get a sugar daddy. <laughs> Help afford that lawyer, I guess. So the joke, if you will, because it's obviously kind of tongue-in-cheek, is that... Trump may win, the, you know, if, if you're going to vote, mm -hmm. all the people down here, you guys are all voting for Trump because it's a Trump, you know. It's a, Texas, a, yeah. Yeah. And, and so before everybody down here who's going to vote for Trump votes for Trump, you should get a sugar daddy. So they're, it's kind of like a double, it's a several pronged joke, right? They're taking jabs at the voters. Yeah. They're taking jabs at Trump. And they're also tongue in cheekly saying, you know, he's going to win. 
it almost sounds like they're not making fun of the people at all who are getting deported. It seems like the joke is more about on Trump and on the voters. Yeah, yeah, that's how I took it. And I think that's what the outrage was about was I think it's it's the people who don't like immigrants and don't oh, like okay. that they're promoting yeah. this back the way of The fact that it's, it's in. been so in the news lately, I think is where some of the outrage is from because that is one of the main topics that's taken place during this uh, campaign cycle was like deportation and immigration and all that. And especially in a place like Texas where, I mean, if those of you who don't own a map, Mexico is right near Texas. So when, when, they, when they do hop over the border, they're in Texas. So there's a lot of Hispanic immigration that happens in that area. And so I think because it was in Texas and it was during this year, I think that's kind of what twisted the knife and what really pissed a lot of people off about this. But so who who was outraged by this? The Hispanic community, and it was the Hispanic funny. community was outraged. Yes. Uh, okay, so actually, the, so the people who the joke wasn't even about were outraged. Well, the thing is, is it the the tagline is is in the second person. It's saying like, you know, are you an, an immigrant and you should get a sugar daddy. So like the billboard is. So they're written, indicating that you that the Spanish people can't pay for their own Louis Vuitton purses is basically what they were taking it as. I guess, like, but I would think it's more they're they're trying. If you get a sugar daddy, maybe that'll lead to something else, and he can pay for you to stay in the country or something like that. That, see, that's how I took the implication. Okay. But Austin residents were upset at the billboard. They're a main source of the outrage. Yeah. Okay. Austin uh, residents. As well. I, I well, Austin is pretty liberal. So any joke about deportation and hitting immigrants, they, you know, probably got mad about that too. That's like the one liberal city apparently in all of Texas, from what I've been told. Yeah. Well, one of the people in the article was like, they're promoting a crime. Which okay. is technically is a crime. To, is it a crime? It's to... technically a crime to get married for the specific purpose of... Staying in the country. Okay. It, I mean, it, this happens all or the time. Or to fuck somebody Wait, for money, which is what the site's about. They didn't say anything about marrying, right? They Yeah, they just said trying to sugar daddy. Yeah. But fucking for money is also against the law, especially in a place like yeah, Texas. Yeah, but you don't, you don't have to have sex with someone. You can just dump, you can be their dom, you know? Like, there's a lot of that kind of stuff. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I, don't, I don't know that much about it, I swear, but it, I, <laughs> although I'm using terminology that sounds like I do. <laughs> But, like, um, even like the abbreviations, yeah. like to be dumb. <laughs> so I've got so many questions about this billboard, though. Here's the thing: I do is too. It, is there outrage about the people who actually accepted the money to put the ad up? Where's the outrage <laughs> oh, to them so the for thing having is, a? You there know, was outrage about it, and then the like National Office for the ArrangementFinders.com put out a statement saying like that does not reflect the views and visions of our company. This was the most outrageous part of the story <laughs> for me. <laughs> so this too. stupid website. It, it promotes just shitty, shitty, uh, like cynical relationships. Yeah. And then they're claiming that this, they, this crossed their line. This didn't cross their line. <laughs> their whole website is sex for money, um, hooking up people who just mm. for, who don't actually like each other uh, yeah. as a means to an end. So I didn't understand how this, the website, the people at the website uh, would get outraged at their, at, at this, at this particular well, angle. They of it. said that it was a local branch that did that. And yeah, that, and that themselves. Well, yeah, they have to though. It's a PR move, you know. Mm -hmm. You you don't want any. I mean, heaven forbid, a website that promotes this type of behavior gets bad publicity. Maybe this or whole thing is a PR move. You know, I mean, that's, honestly, yeah. yeah, that's actually good. The people who put up the billboard could have also incited the outrage. And actually, a lot of people, I don't think, realize that. But a lot of companies do that. Very large companies pay people to create outrage because it brings a lot of attention to their products. And exactly. so, you know, then other people jump on the outrage bandwagon 
when they're just supporting, you know, they're actually, and they're, what they're actually doing is giving attention to and supporting this product that they're trying to be outraged against. Yeah, free publicity. That's actually, I read a really good article about how the Ghostbusters movie that came out this past summer was marketed larger than outrage. They, they made it into this like feminist versus maninist whole thing on the internet when in reality it, that was all just manufactured. Mm-hmm. There weren't that many people that were that mad. And it happens more often than you think. Yeah. See, and what it, what it comes down to is just like, you know, read, keep Keep yourself busy. You know, I mean, there's like a, a lot of the stuff is it's just it's it's just it's a ploy and then people fall into it. You know, it's it's kind of sad in a way. Yeah. And it, actually, I think you hit it on the head because this website, arrangementfinders.com, this is not the first time they've gotten in trouble for putting up weird billboards. Yeah. Um, I mentioned a few minutes ago, there used to be one and it was right outside where I work in uh, downtown lower Manhattan where it was a uh, arrangementfinders.com and it said, get a mistress for Christmas. And it had a picture of the girl who was Anthony Weiner's like oh, yeah. dick pic recipient yes. as like spokesperson on the billboard. <laughs> <laughs> and so that was, yeah, this website knows what they're doing. I mean, maybe they even hire comedians to help them write, you know, or, or ad agencies that have a slant, you know, a co- comedic slant to actually write a line like that. Because in a way, it's, it's sort of a clever scheme. You know, it's a clever, it's cl- kind of a clever idea that it's not that clever, but, you know, it's like clever enough that an ad, uh, you know, a billboard dude probably didn't come up with it on his own. You know? <laughs> I like yeah. that. Like use the fake outrage energy to drive your product. I feel like it's like, it's like a green, it's That's like green. We haven't it's looked like at using, on the show very much. Like we got solar energy. We got to add that to one of the sort of checklist things we look at in this. That's actually very interesting. Yeah, Why don't you guys test it? Do, do a test in like a few podcasts after everyone forgets about this one. Uh, you know, like the next one or whatever. Um, just go ahead and grab uh, an idea um, about how somebody had outrage over this podcast and see if you can actually get legs on the idea that there was outrage. Yeah, over. we need to be more offensive, Sandeep. <laughs> we need to please <laughs> more cause people off. Fa- out- outrage yeah. to promote fake outrage report. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But then, 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 you know, then we just become what we hate, I think. Well, That's... yeah, well, there's that boy who cried wolf, you know, <laughs> element to it that you got to watch out for because if everyone's promoting this, like, um, you know, creating fake outrage to push their products, then there will be no more outrage. And then we'll miss it. Exactly. It'll be gone. So back to the billboard situation in Texas. The people at arrangementfinders.com, they claim that one third of their site traffic is Hispanic women. So maybe the billboard actually is just, they're just trying to market. But wouldn't the billboard be in Spanish? Like if it actually was, if these people were like immigrants that were like, you know, fresh over the border, so to speak. Would the billboard be in Spanish? Wouldn't it be in Spanish if they were actually trying to get these kind of people? Yeah, that's a good point. But they also want English-speaking people to be the other half of that. Yeah, they the, want they want not, the sugar daddies to, to be the ones who actually buy the accounts, right? Yeah, but, if this, but then wouldn't it be in English and wouldn't it be like, hey, buy yourself a Mexican immigrant? You know, like, wouldn't, wouldn't that be the way it was worded if it was... See, that's why I think towards... that it's fake outrage. I mean, that's why I think that it, it was something they created. That it's so you think it was a ploy a completely? A construction, yeah. Okay. No, that's a really interesting angle. I didn't even think of that till till you said that. Yeah, I'm a real, I'm a real, uh, you know, I, I have a, I don't believe anything. I'm a real cynic. You, you sniff that one right I, out there. I assume that everything's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> now, whether or not the ad became uh, to be because they were just doing a PR stunt... Uh, so let's focus on the outrage angle here. Now, the people who are mad about that, do you think they're justifiably upset about the fact I that I think they're paid. They're paid to be outraged. 
No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I say, whoa. That, that, uh, you said you were cynical and then you meant it. Yeah, there, no. But I mean, they, well, to create that fake outrage, they had to start somewhere. You know, they had to have a handful of, they probably have a hundred Facebook members on the payroll who go out and say, oh, look at this thing. This is bullshit. You know, I mean, yeah. in order to What's create- What's everyone the, talking about these days? Yeah. If you want to create the, the fake outrage, then you have to have a team of outrage, outrage uh, insiders. That's what we're doing wrong on this podcast, Sandeep. We need to have people tell everyone that we have the most offensive podcast. Just drum up some uh, <clears throat> some PR. We've become more offensive then. You know, I really wanted <laughs> for a long time to be more um, out there with my material and stuff. And um, I used to do things kind of inciting, you know, like the Don't Rape Me Rape Whistle song and things like that. But I, I, I don't want to anymore. You know, I don't want, I don't really want people to kind of get up in my, in my world. I'd rather just sort of hang by the sidelines. And I would, I would advise that, I mean, since you have a podcast, I guess you want people to listen to it, right? Yeah, that's the idea. But then you don't want too many people to listen to it. Cause then you'll have people like all the time finding problems. And, you know, it's like at, at this point, I, I don't know, the world's like, it's just a different place now, you know, than it was 10 years ago. And if no, you see, get, I'm okay with people finding problems though, because when people comment and they tell you that you suck, it adds to your algorithm. Like I have friends who, uh, do a lot of, you know, comedy sketches online, obviously. And one of them, people thought it was a parody video, but people didn't realize it was a parody. So people started, uh, commenting like, this is fake and this is stupid. And so many people started doing it that it like drove up their rankings. Yeah. I'm cool with that. If people want to come on here and, on the internet and call me an asshole, that's great. Okay. Because you know, well, good, it, good. I, I hope that you get your way. I hope a lot of people call you an asshole. Oh, it's, I mean, it happens in real life enough. <laughs> now we just got to we just got to find a way to translate it to the internet. You got to monetize the people <laughs> thinking that you're an asshole. Monetize the assholeness there. So, as far as the the outrage goes on this topic here, um, verdict time. What do you think, Sandeep? Oh, fake outrage. You think fake outrage? Total fake outrage. What do you think, Jessica? I think constructed fake outrage. Oh, so you think this this really was just a ploy? I think and it was a bullshit. Ploy. Yeah. See, I was I was gonna go legit outrage. But Matter of like fact, I want to do some. Re I'm curious now, and I want to research, and I want to find. <laughs> I want to hire the company that did this to do some stuff for me. <laughs> well, if you, if you just go on arrangementfinders.com and you get it yourself a sugar daddy, then then you're yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, you gotta log out in there and find that later. So that wraps that one up right there. Before we go, we always give our guests the opportunity. Jess, is there anything that you are currently upset about that you want to? Uh, um, you know, you I was looking through, I, I'll tell you guys, I, I love Facebook news. That's where I get my news. Um, and I don't know if you guys know how to do Facebook news, but you go in the search bar. I imagine a lot of fake outrage starts on Facebook news, by the way. Well, <laughs> it's, you know, it's, it's the trending, uh, list. Oh so, yeah. Yeah. I read that sometimes. So you go to the search We've got, bar. I've gotten topics off there. It's actually great for, um, for writing bits for like, you know, TV or, or whatnot, or, or writing, you know, packets and what have you. But yeah, so I like to scroll through there and something that I think is kind of interesting. I didn't read the, the whole story, but I saw that Jared Fogel's ex-wife is suing Subway. Um, <laughs> For what? For what? <laughs> well, um, there, it, the lawsuit alleges that Subway knew of Jared Fogel's depravities as far back as 2004, but did little to stop them. So I don't know how she is in the middle of that. Uh, Negligent. How is she harmed? I guess would be the... Um, how is she what? Harmed. I don't know. That's a good question. Uh, maybe she um, just wants some free sandwiches. I mean, who knows? Like, I, I don't. <laughs> I don't exactly know what. I didn't. Again, so you're I didn't outraged get to at her for being outraged. <laughs> um, no, you know what? Actually, I'll tell you. It's pretty hard to outrage me. And again, I because I, I have I come from that 
comedic background where I sort of I am the outrager. You yeah, know, you I create right. the we, we outrage. We talked about some weird shit today, and you're just like, "Yep, rape, incest, whatever, immigrants, bring it on!" Like it was totally. It's stoic. pretty it was, for me. It's pretty hard to you know to to get me uh, outraged because I've I've kind of heard it all. I've lived in New York City for 15 years. I was here for 9/11. You know, I'm kind of like an old vet at this point. If you're a comedian for more 15 than, years, that means you were here. You're like that was one of your first New York memories. Then oh yeah, I moved here just <laughs> in time for 9/11. Oh yeah. no, what neighborhood were you in? Uh, I that? lived in Astoria, but I worked in um, the West Village. So, you know, I, that's not far. Every time I would come to work, I could like smell that horrible smell. And there was like the signs yeah. everywhere. I See, mean, I really, Samantha Bender has talked about the smell a couple yeah. weeks ago on the podcast. She said it smelled like just burning your flesh. I kind for, like, of months afterward. Yeah. I, I, I really got a, I got a whiff of the whole experience like firsthand. So, you know, that kind of stuff has been happening to me, um, you know, for my whole life, I think, which is part of probably why I'm a comedian, you know, because I, <laughs> I've had a lot of really weird things that have shaped my life. And, you know, at some point I just sort of went off the deep end and decided to spend my, the rest of my life on a stage. You know, that's not something I think that I think we completely have, sane people do. Yeah, I think every every comic I know has that moment where they're like, well, okay, <laughs> I'm coping like this now before I murder people. You know, that's definitely how it goes. So you're outraged at Jared Fogel's wife. That's a good place to end it. Jared Fogel's wife, shut up. No, no, no. I'm not <laughs> outraged at Jared Fogel's wife. I'm more <laughs> outraged at the at the the culture of um, frivolous lawsuits. But then again, I, I kind of get it, you know. So, and that's another part that makes it hard to be outraged. Is I, I really can see both sides. I'm way too pa- compassionate, you know. I can I can really see both sides of of almost any itch issue, which would make me a great therapist. I should have been a therapist instead of a comedian. Um, you know, but, uh, so I'm not outraged at Jared Fogel's wife. I'm more outraged at the idea that, you know, if there's a lawsuit there, you know, anything can be turned into a lawsuit and, you know, and I think that that's kind of sad, the litigious condition of the world that we live in. So too many Sue happy people. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. So I think that's a good place to wrap it up right there. Everyone, thanks for listening. Hit us up anytime you want at thefakeoutragereport at gmail.com. Um, our defunct Twitter is now active again uh, at fakeoutragerept. And hit us up on iTunes. Oh, yeah, I'm on Twitter, clicky, too. Subscribe, give us a review. You can follow Jessica online at... Jessica Delfino. Jessica Delfino. Check out her songs about rape and her other songs. And until <laughs> next time, don't fuck your kids. Yes. <laughs>